1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, the ongoing saga of how we will split up Ohio over congressional maps may be nearing its end. Uh, Ohio Republicans have approved a new four-year congressional map and the Democrats don't like it. I know. You're shocked. I'm shocked, too. Uh, This is interesting. The Democrats' objection to the legislative maps drawn in the state of Ohio is that you're not drawing the maps, you're not divvying up the state in such a way that enough Democrats will get elected. too many Republicans. Now, right now, in the United States Congress, uh, the Republican Party holds 12 of the 16 seats, right? Those are the people like Jim Jordan, Marcy Kaptur, Anthony Gonzalez, Mike Carey. Those are your congressmen from the state of Ohio. Okay, We're divided into 16 congressional districts. Now, they do a census every decade, and we're losing a seat. Those people are leaving our population, based on population, So we're losing a seat. So we're going to be down to 15. Okay, so if 12, excuse me, yes, if 12 of the 16 are Republicans now, 12 of 16, boy, it's nice that it's an easily divisible number, isn't it? That would tell me that 75% of the congressmen from the state of Ohio are Republican, 12 of 16. So if we're going to draw... Fair maps for the state of Ohio. Just my own very rudimentary understanding of the process would be that it would be fair, it would accurately reflect the state of Ohio if the maps were drawn in such a way that 75% of the anticipated future representatives to Congress from the state of Ohio would also be Republican. They have a way of looking at the registrations in every county and city As the maps are divvied up and go, well, it's more likely that from this district it'll be a Republican. It's more likely from this district it'll be a Democrat. For instance, if it's inner city Columbus, inner city Cincinnati, inner city Cleveland, you know they're going to put a stinky, liberal, woke Democrat in there. You just know they are. Okay. But if it's out in the rural areas, it's going to be a Republican most likely because that's where the hardworking people who've actually, uh, you know, Seen policies that Democrats have enacted hurt them. They like Republican policy. They like lower taxes. They like less government involvement. Okay. So, also, the academic elites tend to like to live in the city. The common folk, like me, like to live out where we have a little space. Don't really want to be able to stick my hand out the window and touch the house next to me. Don't like that. Like to have a little space between me and the neighbor. Love my neighbors. They love me. Don't want them on top of me don't want they don't want me on top of them. okay so 75 percent would be fair the Democrats do not like the new maps because they uh, believe that the new maps create a division of the 15 future congressional districts that will favor Republicans what what are you thinking like 90 percent? The proposed changes that would be in effect for four years create a map that favors Republicans 8 to 7. 8 to 7 is what the Democrats want. They want an 8 to (laughs) 7 division. Sure they do. Sure they want an 8 to 7 division. Now, come on. Like... Are we so stupid that you think we're going to fall for 8 to 7? And are we so stupid that you think you can advocate for 8 to 7? What do they base this upon? They base this upon the fact that the state in a presidential election has voted 54% for Republicans and 46% for Democrats. And so, and so, it should be 8 to 7. No. No. Why not? Why not? Because where do most people live in the state of Ohio in congested areas? Like if you were going to uh, throw a, if you had a blanket, you had a big old blanket, okay? I'm like a gigantic blanket, like the biggest blanket ever, like a blanket that was, I don't know, let's say uh, three square miles. That's a big blanket. I wouldn't want to fold that with you, but let's say you have a three square mile blanket. And you were going to throw that blanket over a portion of the state of Ohio. And you wanted, for some strange reason, to throw that blanket over as many people as possible. Okay? Where would you throw the blanket? Would you throw that blanket over a city? Or would you throw that blanket over a rural area? Well, you would, of course, throw it over a city, right? Okay, so... Most people in a concentrated area live in cities. Now, stay with me on this. So they want 54 to 46 to be an indicator of how the the presidential voting, 54 to 46, should be applicable to the congressional districts. And so they, the Democrats, say, We should draw districts that only give Republicans an 8 to 7 edge in Congress. 8 to 7. They want 8 of the 15 seats. Right now they have 4 of the 16. They want to draw the maps such that their congressional delegation doubles. Doubles. When they are in the distinct minority in the state of Ohio. Now am I wrong on this? No. Who's always complaining about gerrymandering, about the contrived geographical makeup of the districts? Oh, look at this gerrymandered map. You got a corner of one county and half another county, and then it snakes around, and it grabs like 40% of another county, and then it dipsy-doos over here, and it's the The Democrats are always the one complaining about that. Well, in order to not have gerrymandered maps, it is inevitable that you are going to have to place large portions of cities in the same district. But, but, if they do that, which is the way the Republicans want to do it, then all the Democratic voters are going to be in the same district. And that will result in what? Not enough Democrats to suit Democrats' desires being elected to Congress. They are mad because Cleveland is divided into two congressional districts. They want it divided into three. Why do they want it divided into three? So they can inject More of their stinky Democratic voters into places like Wayne County, Holmes County, places like that, or rural counties that are decidedly Republican districts. They want to cancel out with people who live and have the same kinds of agendas in the inner city. They want to borrow. They want to borrow instead of winning their congressional district in Cleveland by 80 percent, instead of winning their Columbus district by 65%, they want to win their districts by 55% and take the overflow voters they don't need to win those districts and put them in a rural district to dilute the actual legislative allegiances of the people who live in that area. They want to game the system and make it so that the representative of that congressional district really does not represent the actual viewpoints of the voters in that district. That is what they are trying to do. This is such transparent nonsense from the Democrats in the Ohio General Assembly, and I would add the Democrats on the Ohio Supreme Court, including the Chief Justice, Maureen O'Connor, who is theoretically a Republican, and they're also mad that Summit County is no longer divided. Well, Summit County is Akron and Canton. They want it divided. Why should it be divided? That's just, I mean, and I don't understand why. I Look, I, I'm not an expert in this stuff. Honestly, these maps bore me. I think it's like such idiotic minutia And... I'm, I'm frustrated with Republicans in the state of Ohio who don't point this out. Because, again, I'm, I don't geek out on this stuff, but I point out the lies the Democrats are saying because it's so easy to point them out. Where are our state legislators on this? Calling a press conference to say, this is nonsense. This is Here's what they Bring out the clips of them ripping on gerrymandering. Bring out the clip. Right now we've got 75% of Ohio congressional representatives, Jim Jordan, Marcy Capter, Mike Carey, Anthony Gonzalez, on and on and on. 75% of them are Republicans, and the Democrats want to draw a map where eight are Republican and seven are Democrats? They want to almost, I said earlier, double. They want to almost double their total? That's garbage. And anybody with a functioning brain can realize that it's garbage. And ultimately, like, what this comes down to is they never, ever stop lying. They never stop lying. This whole falderall over the congressional maps is built on a lie by Democrats. And why do they lie? Why does anyone lie? Because... You only lie when you don't have the truth on your side, when you don't have the facts on your side. If you have the facts on your side, why would you ever resort to lying? Why would you ever give someone the ammunition to denigrate your argument, to disarm your viewpoint? You wouldn't. If you have the truth on your side, if your case is irrefutable, you go with that. But if you don't have that on your side, all you do is lie. And that explains why. They lie all the time, and they never Stop. So to begin the show I outline my <laughs> less than flattering reaction to seeing a apparently healthy American male aged approximately 25 years old get out of his car today in the nice crisp morning air of North Columbus wearing a mask. And I just liken the mask use among people who have no apparent underlying health conditions at this juncture of COVID to a child who has uh, long outgrown the age at which they should be sucking on a binky to pacify their anxiety, and yet they are still sucking on the binky. The cloth mask is the binky of the chronically fearful. And I apparently am not the only one who is out of patience with the people who continue to wear masks. Here's, hopefully, the next president of the United States, Ron DeSantis, Florida governor, walking up to a group of students standing in behind a podium where he's going to talk about some education initiative, and uh, they're wearing masks. And Ron DeSantis, oh, uh, well, he's not having it
0: you do not have to wear those masks i mean please take it off. honestly it's not doing anything and we got to stop with this code theater so if you want to wear it fine but this is a, this is ridiculous did you notice
1: what he said you do not have to wear those masks it's not doing anything here it is again you do not have to wear those masks. I
0: mean, please take them off. But honestly, it's not doing anything, and we got to stop with this COVID theater. So if you want to wear it, fine, but this is, a, this is ridiculous.
1: Please, he said, take them off. If you want to wear it, it's fine. If you want to wear it, it's fine. At no point did he say, I'm ordering you to take those masks off. But of course, but of course, we have to have the one kid... Whose mom takes umbrage?
0: I'm responsible for him, and I told him to wear that mask. And Governor DeSantis, and he's looking at this adult authority and is telling him, "Oh, you don't have to wear the mask."
1: What was your reaction when you heard the governor tell you and your classmates remove your masks? Um, a bit of surprise and shock. More of, okay, this authority, author, this authority figure is asking me to do something. That I know is probably going to end up being controversial. I took. Okay, so I get it. Like, look, if the mom tells the son to wear the mask, I will accede to the authority of the mom. I will totally accede to the authority of the mom. So what we have here, ladies and gentlemen, is a parent whose authority on a matter of their child's behavior in a school has ultimate authority over the viewpoint kindly expressed by the governor of the state of Ohio, uh, state of Florida. So it's interesting to me that in this instance, on this issue related to a student's behavior at a school, The parent has the ultimate authority. And yet, if a parent wants to exercise their authority when it comes to a teacher telling a student they have to read a certain book that the parent deems pornographic, or if the parent does not want their student to have to use a restroom where other students of a different biological sex are using the same bathroom, then the parents' viewpoint is completely irrelevant and should be discounted and is in fact labeled hateful and should be discarded and ignored by people, not the governor of the state where that school is located, But by the teachers in that school who are not elected officials, who do not have the veracity of the state behind them as someone who the electorate has placed in a position of power. See, if the mom wants the kid to wear the mask in school, I'm fine with that. Let the mom have that authority. The mom should have that authority but the parents should have the authority on all this kinds of st- all stuff related to school and the teachers don't want to give you that and the teachers unions don't want to give you that and the administrators like Paul Imhoff in Upper Arlington and John Marshhausen in Dublin they don't want to give and Melissa Soderberg at Columbus Academy they don't want to give you that and they will fight you tooth and nail for that now i ask you what is more damaging to this young man's future prospects The fact that a governor of the state says you don't have to wear that mask. I don't think it does any good. It's political theater. Please take it off. But if you want to wear it, you can. Is that a greater threat to this kid? Or is a teacher bogarting their way into a student's private thoughts and uh, uncertainty about their sexuality at ages far younger than this kid, who looks every bit of 16 or 17 or 18, elementary school students, what's more dangerous? Telling this, if not adult already, soon-to-be-adult young man, that please take your mask off. I don't think it does any good, but if you want to wear it, you can wear it. Is that more dangerous to this kid, or is it more dangerous to tell a elementary age student, oh, you like you like playing with trucks? I think I, I, I think you're not a girl. I think you're a boy. Oh, you don't like playing sports? You know, I, I don't think you're a boy. I, I think you're a girl. It's just another instance where leftist ideology makes absolutely no sense. No sense at all. And we need to point out these instances of hypocrisy.
0: It can ruin your day. Your car is stuck in the garage because your garage door has a broken spring. And on top of that, everyone you call wants to charge.